In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You are advised that any view expressed by the host or their guest are not necessarily the views of the owners or management of Toginet Radio, Togi Entertainment, or the Owners Group, Inc. Motherhood Incorporated proudly presents Military Mom Talk Radio, live on Toginet.com. Co-hosted by Tina Gonzalez and Sandra Back, the owner of Motherhood Incorporated. Military Mom Talk Radio is here with a powerful platform for women to discuss their ideas, issues, and concerns with respect to the military lifestyle. Military Mom Talk Radio encourages you to share your experiences of being a military wife and mother. This show is dedicated to educating your family about the resources that are available in both the public and private sector. And we'll be sharing helpful information from women around the world. We'll cover everything military, from helping a family member cope with post-traumatic stress disorder, to navigating government programs dealing with family issues, to the struggles of deployment, along with being a working mother, both in and out of the home. This is Military Mom Talk Radio, and here are your hosts, Tina Gonzalez and Sandra Back. Hey, Military Mom, this is Sandra Beck. I'm here with Tina Gonzalez. Hey, Tina. Hi, Sandra. How are you? Good, good. You were just telling us something. Who just woke up? Oh, no, my three-year-old. He's up and uh, ready for action already. You know, so. just right in time for airtime. Of course. Yeah, well, we have a great show today. We have, you know, just one of the most awesome guests you could have. Her name is Linda Kagan, and um, she has some cool products, and she's an attorney. She's a single mom. She's got two kids. She's got it going on. Um, and we're going to talk about travel today. And, um, Tina, you have a great travel story for us about traveling with kids. Do you want to share it? Sure. Um, I was flying out of the San Diego airport, and my um, I had my, at the time, I think my oldest was like eight, and my other... Oh, I bet. Did I lose it? No, I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> that was my little three-year-old. Um, anyway, we were flying. There were three of us, and I was the only parent. And uh, my daughter was always running around, touching everything, and it was, you know, always chaotic in the airport by herself. And um, she ended up getting hand, foot, and mouth from the airport. So when we got to our destination, which was Spokane, Washington, to go visit my mother, um, we ended up needing to go to the emergency room, and, of course, she had asthma, so they wanted to know all her full asthmatic history, when was her last albuterol treatment, and she was more of a cold-induced asthma child, so I was I didn't have that kind of stuff on hand. I didn't know. I bring shot records. That's it. Hopefully, that's all you need when you're traveling. I didn't expect for the worst. So it was a great ordeal of trying to get uh, medical authorizations from them to down here to San Diego so that they could release medical information. So it was a big havoc, something that it I didn't expect. big mess. Yeah, it was horrible. Horrible. Yeah, and I mean, and you've got kids, and they're sick, and, you know, you're, you're not with your home doctor, and, you know, you don't have the information, and people don't want to, you know, it's not that they don't want to be helpful, but there's so many laws protecting everything and everybody's right to privacy that it's really difficult. I know when I took... Um, I was traveling with my two-year-old to Hawaii to go to a wedding, and I was heading out to the base there. And, you know, it's like I learned, you know, not to wear a white pantsuit when traveling with children. 
Um, but my son crawled under the seat into first class, and he got under there, and he was fiddling with the life jacket, and, you know, the flight attendant's trying to get him out. I'm trying to get him out. You know, he starts screaming his head off, and at that point in my son's life, he had a bleeding disorder, and, you know, like you, I, you know, I don't carry all this stuff um, with me, and, um, you know, he bled all over the seat, bled all over me. You know, we finally got, got, you know, down off the airplane, and, you know, I'm getting ready to take him over to the urgent care, and, you know, I don't have anything with me but the insurance card, and it, you know, and the insurance systems didn't match up, and, you know, it was such a huge pain, and I was so, you know, I was on my own, you know, with this sick baby and, you know, covered with blood. I look like I've been shot on the plane. And, um, you know, it was really difficult. And I think any mom, you know, traveling with kids really of any age, um, it's hard. And you don't think to have to bring everyone's medical record with you because you're hoping that it's going to be a nice little trip. No traumatic things are going to happen along the way, and that's when you get hit with them. It's true. It's true. And I think, you know, today it's like, um, you know, I can look at even in the past seven years, you know, my son is seven and I travel with him, um, you know, it's even gotten, I think, more difficult to get health care um, taken care of. I know with my mom, my mom is stage four breast cancer and she's mostly treated in New York. Um, she's at Roswell Cancer Institute in New York and all her medical records are there. And then, you know, part of the year they live out here with me, part of the year they live back, you know, with my brothers and sisters and um, it's really hard because, you know, she got um, admitted last year and there was an issue of who was going to pay, you know, because some of the health care oh, yeah. state funded and, you know, it was such a nightmare. And for like a year, you know, we're getting all these bills, they're going to two different locations and, you know, to try to have that centralized information resource is really tough. Yeah, it's horrible because the more information you have, when you, especially when you're out of town, you go to a doctor, the better because then it's when you're in the hospital... Everyone is getting billed differently. You, you get a bill from the actual doctor. You get a bill from the hospital. You get a bill from if you need anesthesia. I mean, it's ridiculous. Oh, well, and then just, you know, trying to fill out the forms. And, you know, I don't know about you. I mean, like, I know friends of mine, you know, when they get deployed overseas or they get, you know, or their families move overseas, then there's all the issues with, like, birth certificates and, and even just, um, like, eyeglass prescriptions, you know, can be such, such a pain. Um, when you're, when you're, um, when you're overseas, I know I've spent, you know, quite a bit of time overseas. I've spent, you know, a lot of time in the European community and, um, you know, I'll tell you, if you want to get sick, you know, I got sick in London and I got sick in Montreal. They're the two best cities. Like if you're going to go somewhere, go there to be sick because they, first of all, they cover everything. You know, they have a socialized medicine plan for people traveling, um, but, uh, yeah, so I was like, you know, I was so nervous. Like, I went into London, and I, I was so sick, and I was like, oh, do I call, do I not call? Because I didn't have any money thinking I'm going to get this huge bill, you know, and I'm not going to be able to fly home because I won't have any money to get home. And I was traveling, and, and um, you know, they took care of everything, and I got I got a really high fever and infection when I was in Montreal, and I just... It was so amazing because they told me at the hotel, they're like, oh, yeah, just there's a clinic right around the corner. Just go down there. And I'm, I'm thinking clinic like we have clinics here, you know, going, yeah. oh, my gosh, you know. <laughs> I walk in there. It's all clean. It's shiny. You know, they're like, oh, can we help you? And, you know, when I checked in, I'm, I'm expecting they're going to ask for my Social Security number. They're going to ask for my credit card, all this stuff. And they're like, oh, no, just come this way. And I'm thinking, okay, I must be really sick because this is not, you know, what I'm used to. 
And, you know, they gave me the prescription. They took my chest x-ray. You know, I had, I had um, I think, a pneumonia when I was there. And, um, you know, and I walked out of there. But, you know, had I had any other health issues at the time, you know, I wouldn't even have known where to begin because you don't, you don't expect to get sick like that when you're traveling. And you certainly don't have, you know, even if you have kids with special needs or health issues, there's only so much you can remember to bring and so much to travel. Oh, of course. And I, I've learned over the years with each additional ch- child that I have that it is inevitable. When you travel somewhere, even if it is a short over-the-weekend trip, someone is going to get sick. Something's going to come up, whether it's pink eye or bronchitis. Something will come up. Right, Those are the experiences right. I've, I've had. And now I travel with a huge binder full of every single thing that I could possibly think of that somebody else might ask me if I were to have to go to the hospital, which again, is another hassle because that has to be packed too. So it's like with that and then your meds and, oh, even forgetting meds. Oh, I don't know how many times I've went and forgot one of my child's uh, asthma medications. My children are on Colmacourt daily, and I forgot that and in a nebulizer. And then to uh-huh. try to get those when you're away because then they're like, oh, well, are you sure? What doctor are you with? We need to check with them, and then we need to go to medical supply. That kind of stuff you really do not have on hand to keep, especially if you already knew you were going to bring it with you and it was just one of those, oh, no, I forgot it on the counter. Right, one of those oh, no moments. Yes. Well, and the other thing I've noticed, too, is, you know, and this happens a lot, you know, with because the military's, you know, our service is so far spread is, is the time zone. You know, it's like I even, you know, it's like even from here to New York, I'll take my mom to Rite Aid because Rite Aid's like, oh, yeah, you know, everything's all connected, da 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 yeah. You know, so you walk into the Rite Aid in California, and I love Rite Aid. I'm not going to bag on Rite Aid today, but um, but it's really difficult when I, you know, run down there to pick up my mom's prescription for whatever, you know, she needs that week. And um, she, we go there, and we stand in line, and, and yes, it's true, everything is in their system. They're like, oh, well, we have to call for your doctor's approval. Yes. And it's like, okay, and it could be 3 o'clock here, which means it's 6 o'clock on the East Coast, which means no doctor's going to approve it, you know, until sometime the next morning. And, you know, it's like if we had just had, like, a copy of the prescription or just had, but you don't have these things, you know, it's like you said with your big binder. I mean, how many things can you travel with? Exactly. Or remember. Or remember to think to bring. Right, or remember to think to bring. And, um you know, and that's why, you know, I think I'm so excited to bring, you know, Linda Kagan on today um, with her travel sticks. And, um, you know, she's an attorney and she's got, you know, just all this great uh, information to share with us throughout the show because as moms and especially, I don't know about you, Tina, but don't you think like things multiply? Like I thought, oh, I have one kid. Okay, I can do another. It's not so bad. Um, it's like a force multiplier. It, it doesn't get doubly harder. Then you add three and number four in the mix because when I take care of my, my sister's kids or my friend's kids, you know, it's, it is a force multiplier. It's not. It's exponentially more difficult when you have all these little bodies that all need different things. Oh, um, it it's is. really difficult. And you do it with four. Yes. And then I, and also with my own daycare children. I have all kinds of medical information on hand always for them, too, that I have to take with me anytime we go on a field trip to the park because you never know what can happen wherever you're at. It it's almost like you need to send your medical information with your kids um, wherever they go, especially if, it's, if they're taking some serious meds. I mean, it's one thing if they're taking baby Tylenol. It's another thing if they need, you know, a prescription drug taken on a daily or a timed basis. Yep, that's my kids. 
<laughs> we have like four daily, every day, morning and night. Brutal, <laughs> brutal. Well, we are here today with Linda Kagan, and um, when we get back from break, uh, we're going to talk about traveling with kids. We're going to talk about some different uh, products that are out there that can make it so much easier for moms, and uh, we're going to have a lot of information, so you'll want to check back in with us. We're about ready to go to break. And uh, Tina, who's in the background? Oh, that's my little three-year-old. <laughs> and what's, what's, her, what's the name? Uh, Christian. Oh, it's Christian. Okay, well, Christian is now famous because we can hear him in the background, and it's a good thing we're here on Military Mom Talk Radio, and we're all moms. Are you a military mom looking for help in dealing with the system, keeping the home fires burning? That's what we're here for. It's Military Mom Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Tina Gonzalez. And we'll be right back after these. Girlfriended is on Toginet. Thursdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central, with your hosts, Patty Wyatt and Lisa Jernigan. This show is your chance to share, learn, laugh, and connect with other women. The girlfriended principle was born out of loss. Lisa had recently had her mother pass away from cancer, and my mom um, was murdered. A man just walking into a room and started a 23-second shooting spree. I think one of the things we both realized going through those tragedies is that you can be extremely okay and be extremely sad. Check out girlfriended.com. And then be a part of Girlfriended, the radio show, Thursdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central. You know, your boyfriend or, or your husband or whatever, they don't totally understand that emotional side to a woman like another woman does. And I think that's so important just to have mm-hmm. somebody that you go, she gets me. Check out the website, girlfriended.com. Don't miss Girlfriended with Patty Wyatt and Lisa Jernigan. Thursdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central on toginet.com. What's your story? Are you living it? Well, you could be. It's What's Your Story with Hillary Bilbrey. Friday mornings at 10 Eastern, 9 a.m. Central on toginet.com. Her passion is helping others discover, create, and live their personal brands. Yep, you heard me. You have a brand. No different than Coke, Pepsi, or Nike. You are a walking, talking, living, breathing brand. You're not a logo. You're not a tagline. The choices you make become the path you take. This is your brand. Now, live your story. Your brand is not just what you say it is. It's also what others say it is. So what are you communicating? And how can you create an authentic brand? We'll take on these challenges with What's Your Story? Every week, Hillary will feature teens, moms, and organizations that are learning and living their story. Now, her passion is to help others discover, create, and live their personal brands. To find out more, go to inspiredbyfamily.com. It's What's Your Story with Hillary Bilbrey. Friday mornings at 10 Eastern, 9 a.m. Central on toginet.com. Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio on toginet.com. Covering topics to help on the home front. With help from those who know how the system works and how to work the system. It's more fun than a sale at the BX. Now, let's get back to it. It's Military Mom Talk Radio. Here again are your hosts, Tina Gonzalez and Sandra Back. Hey, Military Moms. I'm here with Tina. Tina, you with us? Yes, I'm here. Hey, we are talking about travel today, travel with kids. Um, 
We have an outstanding guest here with us today. Linda, Linda, are you with us? Yes, I am. There's Linda. Hey, Linda. So you are an amazing woman. You have um, experience as a litigator and a transactional lawyer. Um, you, I have to tell you that every time I think of your experience at that law firm, Leboeuf, I don't even know how to pronounce it, and I can speak French. <laughs> Lamb, Green, and McRae. I think you have to get a new partner on there that's like hamburger. <laughs> because it's just so funny. It's like you've got beef, lamb, green. You know, your greens, you just, like, you know, need a little more food there. Right, exactly. Well, it's actually merged with another firm, so its name no longer even resembles a meal of any sort. Oh, okay. Well, that's good because we'd have to we'd have to talk to them about that from a marketing standpoint, you know, unless right. they're doing, like, food-related law. Um, it's pretty funny. but uh, And now you have, tell me a little bit about your educational background because you have some pretty impressive pedigree here. Oh, well, thank you. Um, well, I, uh, my undergraduate degree is from uh, the University of California, Berkeley, so I'm happy to spend my life on the West Coast, but much more of it uh, on the East Coast in New York and the surrounding area. Um, so uh, I came back to New York in 1987, and I went to law school here. And ever since then, which is, I can't believe it, 17 years plus, um, I've been a practicing lawyer. And in the last 12 years, I've been a practicing mother. Wow. So which one is harder, the mother or the lawyer? Oh, mother's much harder. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's true for everybody. When you get to go to, like, a quote-unquote job, it's like being on vacation. It's well, you know, I find that too sometimes. It's like, you know, when Monday morning rolls around, I'm, you know, I'm not the saddest mother in the world um when my kids uh go to school in the morning. Right. Uh, I and yeah. So, you know, um or Linda, I'm going to ask you to call in on another line because we're getting a little bit of crackles here and Tina and I are going to take the floor until you can come back on live. Sounds good. I'll call you right back. That would be helpful. Um so Tina, you got um, these little travel sticks uh, that that Linda Linda her company produces. Uh, you got a couple of those this week, didn't you? I did. They're pretty. They neat. look like they look like the coolest things ever. Actually, my son loves it. He wants to carry around the sports one because it has a baseball on it. We're totally into baseball, but um, yeah, I think they're so cool. They're so thin. They can like slide right into my wallet. I like them. I want to yeah. know how to use them. I have one, um, you know, I have one with a scuba diver on it, and I think it's it's just really fun to have, like, you know, kind of the different different brands represent, you know, the different either sides of yourself or, you know, I have a grandparent one, and they're really neat little devices. I would encourage anybody listening today to uh, go to the, to you know, Google them. They're travel sticks, T-R-A-V-E-L-S-T-I-X. Uh, make sure you use the X and not the C-K-S. Or you can go to formsfortravel.com and take a look at them because they're they're really they're really neat little things and they they you know we'll have Linda talk more about it but they can carry so much information which is you know makes it not have to carry you know that big binder of things around everywhere you go. Yeah, I think this will be a lot of help. I went on the website myself and I mean they even have them for your pets. That Most is people so don't cool. even think about that kind of stuff with your pets, but. Me, I have had issues with taking my pets back home and eating some random thing that they were walking around, that we were taking them for a walk, and he ate something that was poisonous. We had to take him to the vet, and there goes the vet-to-vet calls, seeing what 
any kind of history the dog has had, again, could have been eliminated if I would have brought the dog's medical records. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? Well, it's funny. You know, I have four rescues, and um, one of my dogs uh, came from a noted celebrity, and this dog had its own shrink. Uh, he had his own antidepressants. I mean, this dog has better <laughs> medical care than I did. <laughs> uh, I love so, it. Who came with this whole stack of papers. I'm like, oh, my gosh, this dog's being treated for doggy depression. I'm like, I want some. I want some of whatever he's taken. And who would have thought dogs can have depression, too? And yeah, anxiety. I guess. I guess. So, Linda, are you back? I am back. Oh, much better. I can hear you now. It was crackly before. Oh, sorry about that. Yeah, no worries. So um, why don't you tell us, uh, you told us a little bit about your background experience. Can you tell me how you came up um, with the idea of your travel sticks, and can you also tell us a little bit more about the product itself? Absolutely. Thank you. Um, Well, I came up with it after spending two years uh, utilizing an e-commerce site to provide parents and grandparents with the ability to create the forms that they would need for traveling with their children, grandchildren, relatives, children, family, friends, children, et cetera, on different types of trips and things, and also for babysitters when they were, you know, they'd leave their kids behind because they were traveling on business or maybe getting away for a vacation once in a while. Um, and so we utilized a, a site that enabled people to plug in information and create a PDF form that would be downloaded to their computer and then, obviously, you know, there's sort of a, a constant process in which you're trying to improve your product and make it more accessible and easier for people to use. So we came out with hard copy versions on a secure paper um, that doesn't allow for copying and a manipulation of, for instance, where your child is traveling or who they're traveling with and things like that. But the idea of the travel sticks, which is a two-gigabyte flash drive that is in the shape of a credit card, and the USB piece out of it, when you need it, and it can be used in any computer anywhere in the world. It does not need the Internet. There's no software on it, so it's not going to mess up your computer or anyone else's. Um, and what we've done is taken the different forms. We have a catalog of over 75 forms, medical consents, travel, whether it's for children, animals. Um, we have a number of forms for adults. We have a huge line of sports-related travel sticks for adult athletes scuba divers, swimmers, runners, and every, every other thing that we can, you know, spend a little time on the weekend doing. Um, but, again, the focus is always, you know, children, making sure they're safe. I wanted basically to create a digital device that creates a safety net for parents and for adults, whether they're taking care of, making sure they're taking care of themselves or taking care of a relative, as you mentioned earlier about your mom, you know, making sure that you know what meds she's on, what sort of history um, she's had with her illness and health to make sure that, you know, you're really, you have the information at your fingertips. So when you, mentioned, you and Tina were talking about, you know, traveling with children, you know, I have two kids myself. Um, this travel stick enables you to, one, utilize a set of documents that come embedded on them. And they're, the, depending on the type of travel sticks you purchase, whether, you know, it's the version of traveling with relative or family friend or if it's the, you know, you know, the runner's version for a grown-up or the teen version for, you know, swimming um, or the dog version that we have for pets or, you know, the cat version as well, it's there, you're going to get three forms embedded on them. And you can use them as often as you need to. It's a, you know, single-user license where you can use them over and over again in different situations that you might need. Um, and then you can plug 
back into the travel stick two gigabytes worth of stuff, videos, music, pictures, other documents, copies of your passport, driver's license, um, prescriptions, whether for medicine or glasses. I am fantastic. My kids are actually trained to find my glasses because I can never find them. So... <laughs> <laughs> Which means, That's, you know, I just make my kids read the clock in the morning. They like you know they always crawl in bed with me about six a.m. and I know I don't have to get up till like seven sometimes. And I'm like, okay, Zachy, what time is it? Look at the clock, and you know, then I just have to transpose it whether it's forward or backwards because he's three. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. Well, as they get older, they become more usable, you know, in different roles. So you know, <laughs> there'll come a time where you know they know what to find and. They know all the places you tend to leave things, even though you've forgotten at this point. Um, but the travel fix is, you know, really kind of a natural outgrowth of the original idea, which was creating that safety net and also just making my life a little easier, if at all possible, and giving me a little peace of mind if the kids were staying with someone else. This way, instead of having that binder of documents, which, by the way, if you lose it, you'll just pull your hair out because you're not, it's not as easy as multiple copies. You know, I'm a lawyer, so we keep multiple, multiple copies of everything. But more, most people don't do that, um, nor should they have to. And what I did was I wanted to come up with a product that would eliminate the need to drag that around. The travel sticks, as I said, is shaped like a credit card. So it fits in your purse or your wallet just like anything else. And you're going to keep it safe because that's the thing you keep safe because you know that you need that one item no matter what else happens. Um, and this way, you know, if, if you need a copy of something or you need to show a doctor your kid's, um, you know, medical history or use of inhalers or, you know, last checkup or your immunization chart, which is very important, um, you know, you'll have that in hand. And what comes on the travel sticks as well is a pamphlet with hyperlinks to the U.S. State Department, uh, links, the different sites that they provide for, you know, finding embassies, finding health care, um, also, we have links to the CDC travel alert. So if you're traveling or intend to travel somewhere, you can, right from the travel sticks, you can click on the hyperlink, get to the site that tells you what you need if you're traveling to, you know, Zimbabwe or anywhere else for that matter in terms of vaccinations, how much time it's going to take, what the, you know, sort of, you can really plan things. So the idea is also if you're overseas and you've lost your passport, um, Fortunately, people keep their passports in their wallets, so you probably still have your wallet, and the travel sticks will have on there a link to the State Department's passport emergency sites and phone numbers, and phone numbers in Washington, phone numbers you can find the embassy in the country that you're staying in. And this way you can get what you need, um, and you can show them, well, here's a copy of my passport that I lost. So it shows them that it's legitimate, they can see the number, it just speeds things up. Well, it does, especially, you know, when you're overseas. I've lost stuff in, you know, many different countries, keys, phones, credit cards. You know, I'm really good at losing things. I'd probably lose the card if I had it, but um, there's not much you can do about that. But um, it is. It's like having all those numbers when you travel overseas is so important. We are here today with Linda Kagan, and uh, she's talking to us about traveling with children and some different opportunities that we have as moms to uh, bring documentation, especially for the needs, the medical needs of our children and our parents or our spouses uh, with us wherever we go without having to drag a big binder around. We are here and we are going to be back in a few minutes with Linda Kagan.
Are you a military mom looking for help in dealing with the system? Keeping the home fires burning. That's what we're here for. It's Military Mom Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Tina Gonzalez. And we'll be right back after these. Join Learning and Laughter with Louise every Wednesday at 9 Eastern, 8 a.m. Central on Toginet to discuss fun, fascinating, and educational topics. Each week, Louise will be talking with a variety of guests, ranging from authors, educators, parents, filmmakers, athletes, and entrepreneurs, just to name a few. You know, when it comes to learning, the sky is the limit, and so will the topics that are covered here on Learning and Laughter with Louise. Louise Sattler is a school psychologist who has worked within the fields of special education and bilingual education. She also owns a successful company, Signing Families that creates DVDs and special workshops to teach sign language and instructional products for people of all ages and needs. With new DVDs coming out soon, check her website for more information at signingfamilies.com. From time to time, Louise will be joined by her daughter, Natasha Sattler, who will give a college-age perspective to the show. So pour that morning cup of coffee and join us here on Toginet every Wednesday morning at 9 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Central. You never know who will show up for Learning and Laughter with Louise on toginet.com. Let's chat it up with Bloom Talk with Barb Scala on Toginet. Thursday afternoons at 3 Eastern, 2 Central. And find out how women are growing, blossoming, and blooming in their friendships and careers, health, and so much more. It's Bloom Talk with Barb Scala. Check out our website, bloomwithbarb.com. Whether you want to transplant your life or just do a little pruning, Bloom Talk will inspire you to cultivate the lifestyle you want to live. Join lifestyle coach and co-author of Sanity Savers, Barb Scala, each week on Bloom Talk and sprout your dreams. Grow your life. I hear a lot from women. I want meaning in my life. I want a fulfilling life. I want to do something that's exciting. and I can control my life instead of my life controlling me. I can tell the world this is who I am and, and this is what I'm all about. Barb will introduce you to dynamic guests and real women who are redesigning, re building and reinventing their own lives and bloomstorm how you can dream create and grow the lifestyle you want to live it's bloom talk with barb scala thursday afternoons at three eastern two central on toginet.com put a boot in your ass it's the american way help us out put your name at the top of his list and the statue of liberty started shaking her fist Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio on toginet.com. Covering topics to help on the home front. With help from those who know how the system works and how to work the system. It's more fun than a sale at the BX. Now, let's get back to it. It's Military Mom Talk Radio. Here again are your hosts, Tina Gonzalez and Sandra Beck. Courtesy Hey, Military Moms. This is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Tina Gonzalez. Hi, Sandra. Hey, how are you? I'm good. How are you? We're having a lot of fun today. We're talking about travel and travel with kids, something that uh, as military families we do quite a bit, not only to see our families um, personally, but also, you know, through active deployment, through transfer from base to base. And, um, <clears throat> excuse me, sorry, I have a little bit of a cold today. We have a wonderful guest today. Uh, she is the owner, founder, creator, general guru of a really neat product line uh, called, uh, well, there's Forms for Travel, which is one. Formsfortravel.com is a place that you guys should go and check out because it's got a lot of really helpful information and forms you can download. And then also you can see her Travel Sticks line, which is my personal favorite and why we brought um, Linda on the show today because they're really helpful little devices that I think can make a big difference in uh, traveling with kids. And 
And also I want to note traveling, you know, with parents or, or traveling all together, I know at times I will take my, you know, two kids, age three and six, and I'll take my parents, ages, you know, 75 and uh, 70 respectively, and, you know, that's a handful. That's a lot of meds. That's a lot of prescriptions. That's a lot of um, responsibility when you're traveling with them, and I've taken them to Hawaii. We've been, you know, all over the country together, and it's um, it's a lot. It's a, And it's a... You know, the one thing, uh, Linda, that I love about your product, and you say it in your marketing, is the peace of mind. It's like, I don't know what I'm going to need when I'm traveling, but knowing that they're all located in one place where I can quickly access it and get what I need is really, it's really empowering when you're traveling. And I would think, you know, you talked about there's products, you know, that you've made for grandparents traveling with their grandchildren. I would think that has to make them feel pretty good, too. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. I mean, peace of mind is... I think the goal that most of us have whenever we're trying to create anything, uh, especially something for families, uh, and obviously the idea, you know, grandparents are probably one of the strongest demographics in terms of who is buying the forms on Forms for Travel, and it's just everybody knows it's forms, the number four, travel.com. Um, and they're also some of the most, uh, they're some of the first users and buyers of the travel sticks, which can also be found on the Forms for Travel site. Um, which is really fascinating to me because, you know, I'm old enough to, you know, have the impression that grandparents are in, in their 70s and 80s only, but today's grandparents, average age is 53, and um, it's a very dynamic uh, demographic of uh, people who um, have grandchildren and want to travel with them. And, in fact, um, a lot of the uh, grandparents will send me emails and tell me how much peace of mind they now have because they're taking off on a trip with their grandchildren, not the parents, and they know that they have a medical consent in hand, which has not just the basic information, which all of our forms have with respect to um, the child's blood type, current medication, allergies to medicine, allergies to food, um, and basic things like that, but the medical consent forms that we have has field for all of the children's doctors. So the pediatrician's name, phone number, dentist name, phone number, a specialist that they might have for something, name, phone number, as well as conditions and sensitivities, which is applicable whether a child, you know, has, um, you know, an actual diagnosable learning disability or some other functional um, issue, or a child just you know, it's prone to motion sickness. That's something that you'd want someone to know as a parent so that they can have a really pleasant and fun trip instead of a miserable one. So um, you're right. I mean, I think that uh, the, the powerful demographic and, and focus that grandparents have who have the time and the money to travel with their grandchildren and who also wind up, you know, being the caretakers of children when parents need to take a break. Absolutely. I mean, my parents, um, I rely on them heavily when they're in town, um, you know, to pick up my son from school to, uh, you know, I, I have only so much child care that I can afford, you know, during the day. So, you know, I don't have 24-hour child care. And, you know, there's times when I'm sick, when I'm not feeling well, or, you know, when I kind of have to split into three people because one has to go to soccer, one has to go here. It's really difficult. And, you know, I know, like, with my mom and dad, you know, they're always nervous, and and um, and then we have a little girl that comes. My girlfriend's daughter comes and stays with us every Wednesday, and she's given me a medical power of attorney 
or her daughter, you know, and it's of course, you know, written on like a, you know, a, like a back of a grocery list and, and, um, but you know, when you're responsible for even your own family's children, you know, my nieces and nephews or my friend's kids, you know, it does cross your mind, especially if you know that they have health issues. Right. You know, and the truth is a health issue can show up at any point in time. Like all of a sudden they have a strange rash and you don't know, do they always get that rash? Do they even realize that they've gotten it before? They don't remember. Um, you know, that's my own kids. Like, where did you, where, you know, when is, how long do you have that rash? And you, you, you know, they don't even know because they're not conscious of it. So if I was taking care of someone's kids for, you know, even if it was, it was an afternoon, if it was an actual day, I would want to have this in hand. I mean, you know, you just, you never know. And so the idea of having something, um, you know, as portable and accessible as a travel stick where I could actually, you know, easily hand it off to someone if, for instance, they were kind enough to take my kids for a Saturday and give me a break. I could just hand it to them, and they're covered. You know, they have everything they need. For instance, um, you know, this is an example because we have over 25 different versions of the travel sticks with different packages, and I thought it might be helpful to talk about one of them, which is really relevant for parents, and that's the traveling parent travel stick. And on it, you get three forms. One is the medical decisions authorization that we've been talking about, which is so useful to have in hand. Um, and the other, uh, one of the other documents is a school camp decisions and custodial care authorization. So, for instance, your child, whether it's, you know, the, during the school year or during the summer when they're in camp, you have an authorization you can fill out and identify for the school or the camp who is allowed to pick them up, take care of them, um, no matter, you know, if you're not available. And this way, you're covered, the school or camp is covered, that you have something clearly, you know, concisely written out, signed, notarized, that provides them with the coverage that they need and understanding your desires in terms of who's going to take your kid home. And the last document that we have embedded on the travel sticks for traveling parents is the um, international travel with one parent authorization, which a lot of parents don't realize. And my guess is that military moms are a little more savvy than most. But if you're traveling out of the country without the other parent of your children, you actually should have in hand, ready to show when asked by the airline or someone else at airport security, an authorization signed by the non-traveling parent saying you're allowed to travel with your children out of the country without them. By law? Yeah, it's actually a law. It's a directive from the State Department, and in fact, I'm sure everyone's heard about the case uh, last, I'm thinking it was, uh, in, yeah, right around November, December, the little boy who wound up in Brazil and there was this tortured, you know, attempt by his father to get him back. The mother had died, um, but she, she took him to Brazil years prior and wouldn't come back and divorce the father. And the father then went through a protracted legal battle to actually get the child back. Well, that really heightened a lot of people's concern about, the fact that um, when a parent leaves the country, this is how a lot of kids are taken by parents who decide for whatever reason they no longer want to either live in the U.S. or they just don't want to be married to whoever they were married to, and they're taking the kids and making it that much more difficult to get them. So the State Department has a, has a policy and directive where parents should have a signed authorization by the non-traveling parent when they're leaving the country because you want to make sure, they want to make sure that while we have the, um, you know, the hate convention in effect and many countries are party to it, 
And the Hague Convention, just in shorthand, provides for a central registry um, and authority in every country so that if, for instance, your child is taken by the parent to another country and you didn't authorize that or you want them to get come back and they're refusing to bring the child back, you have a method in which to notify that country that your child's been taken um, you know, without authorization and try to get them back. Well, one way to prevent that from happening, and I would like to see much more stronger application of this requirement at every airport, um, and not just internationally, but even in the U.S., travel within the U.S., to make sure that every airline asks for this. So right now, you know, I know people who are lawyers who've gotten stopped and they can't get on the plane. Um, I've been interviewed by a lot of uh, reporters from different um, newspapers, the New York Times and others, who said, that actually happened to me. I was about to get on a plane going to Canada or, you know, London or wherever, and I couldn't get on the plane because my husband didn't sign something saying I could leave with our children without him. Now, does that apply to state-to-state travel, though? Because, like, I think I'm, I'm thinking about my divorce decree, and I think there's something in there that if I take my, child, my children over state lines, I have to have authorization from the spouse or the legal father, or something like that. I think, does it apply to right. states, too? Well, it, it, that, that, no, the, 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 the directive I'm talking about applies to international travel, but you're right. Parents who have, you know, been, have a divorce, or either pending or finalized, in which there is a requirement that they have written authorization from the other parent, is one of the reasons why we also have on formsfortravel.com those forms available for people to buy because people don't know, well, what should it say and, you know, how do I write it and how do I sign it and blah, blah, blah. This way, you know, we've we've prepared it so you don't have to worry about it. Um, And if you do have a requirement like that or maybe you just want to make sure that you limit the parameters of travel. And on all of our travel documents where children are traveling with someone, whether it's another parent or relative, teacher, coach, um, it's specifically has a section that the person who is traveling with the child acknowledges where the child's going to travel to, the date of the travel, and uh, the fact that they're bound by the obligation identified in the form that they can't take them anywhere else. So it's a way to sort of lock that in. So there's an acknowledgement that the, the person who's actually traveling signs as well. This is so, this information is so valuable. Linda, um, I hate to cut you off, but we need to go to a station break and listen to some commercials. And then we will be back talking in our final segment about traveling with children and some opportunities we have to make it a little easier on us. Are you a military mom looking for help in dealing with the system? Keeping the home fires burning? That's what we're here for. It's Military Mom Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Tina Gonzalez. And we'll be right back after these. Combine snide and remark and you've got snark. Combine Lisa Mena and Valia Alvarez on Monday nights and you've got deep dish snark. Monday nights at 9, 8 central, part of the Her Insight Network. When you've had enough at work or at home, 
and you're ready to laugh, join Lisa and Value for their no BS look at the world and the people in it. They'll be serving up a no-holds-barred take on pop culture, current events, entertainment, and family matters with segments like Accidentally Helpful, TV is Not My Hobby, and Who Sucks This Week? Deep Dish Snark delivers something for every girl who enjoys life with a dash of sarcasm. Lisa Manna is a former TV news anchor turned stay-at-home mom. She's making sure if anyone screws up her kids, it's her. Valia Alvarez suffers life as a jack-of-all-trades, mistress of none, by juggling a PR career, marriage, motherhood, and more. Don't miss Deep Dish Snark with Lisa Manna and Valia Alvarez. Monday nights at 9, 8 Central. Part of the Her Insight Network on Toginet.com. Get ready for the Not-So-Soccer Mom Tuesday afternoons at 1 Eastern, noon Central on Toginet with Jill Hickey. You name it, from politics to pop culture to Jill's search for the perfect bronzer and chicken salad. The Not-So-Soccer Mom will weigh in on it all. The sentence, I have no opinion about that, is one that Jill has never uttered. In the early 90s, Jill finally decided to put her thoughts, opinions, mom advice, love of pop culture, hummus, and Starbucks, working out, cosmetic shopping, and politics into an actual website and thus NotSoSoccerMom.com was born. Shortly after her fourth child, a boy, Jerome, now she's really got tons of topics to share with you. This is Laugh Out Loud Funny, and we're not kidding. What's a loud Nebraska girl who lived in Little Rock for many years and now is up in the Northeast doing, chronicling her opinions on everything? The wheels aren't off yet, but it's close. It's the Not-So-Soccer Bomb with Jill Hickey. Tuesday afternoons at 1 Eastern, noon Central on toginet.com. Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio on toginet.com. Covering topics to help on the home front. With help from those who know how the system works and how to work the system. It's more fun than a sale at the BX. Now, let's get back to it. It's Military Mom Talk Radio. Here again are your hosts, Tina Gonzalez and Sandra Back. Hi, Military Talk Moms. We're here. I'm Tina Gonzalez, here with Sandra. And we are on with Linda today, who is the... I guess she's the maker of uh, travel sticks. Linda, would you like to fill us in? Sure. Well, um, you know, we've talked a lot about the travel sticks for kids and uh, parents in terms of traveling. Um, And I remember the two of you talking about, you know, dogs and and pet care and things like that. So I'm sure there are plenty of, you know, fantastic military families that have pets and want to make sure that when they travel or... Um, for whatever reason, need someone else to take care of their pet, that they have something, you know, well-organized that has all the, you know, rules. And and, uh, we have something called the um, pet rules, and we have different versions depending on what kind of uh, loving little creature you have in your life, whether it's a dog, cat, bird, or even reptiles. Um, And the rules are set up so that you can identify, for instance, you know, where your dog walks, what kind of food it eats, where you buy your pet food, um, what kind of toys it likes, you know, provide a, a structure for it so that, that's, you know, the same structure that it would have if you were home. And this way, you know, the dog, cat, um, you know, iguana, whoever you have in your life, will make sure that, um, you know, they have a really, you know, tight schedule and they have the security that that schedule provides. And, in fact, I didn't mention earlier, but I developed something called family rules, for children, and it's a similar similar type of thing. It's not so much, you know, where you buy the pet food for kids, because obviously they don't eat pet food, 
Um, although I think my daughter would try if she had the opportunity. But anyway, um, it's, you know, the, the family rules provide for you to list the child's chores, um, bedtimes, TV shows, things that are appropriate, you know, games on the computer appropriate, not appropriate, uh, information, contact information for a nearby friend so that if a grandparent's taking care of your children and just getting a little exhausted and would like to have another kid come over and entertain them, um, it provides them with the ability and the, the contact information to do that. So that's just one of the other little uh, tidbits that, that we provide on our, our travel sticks for, for uh, parents and grandparents. Um, so, but back to the animal thing, you know, it's really important to make sure that the vet who is going to care for your pet while you're away um, knows that the person taking care of them has the ability to sign off on medical um, care that they might need in your absence. So what we do is we have an authorization for medical decisions on the travel sticks as well as, as I mentioned, the, the different rule forms depending on if it's a dog, cat, or otherwise. And we also provide a free form, um, which is an EU uh, 998 veteran certificate. And this, along with a number of other forms, are necessary if you're going to travel with your pet um, out of the country. And on the insert in our package, we also identify other important documents that you should obtain before you travel with your pet. Um, but again, it, 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 has, it has two different purposes. One is to hand off to someone to make sure they know everything about your pet that you do. And the other is if you're traveling with your pet, it's a, another way to organize all that information and documentation that you get from your vet when you're traveling. Which is uh, good. No, uh, me, when I was going to be stationed in Hawaii, all of the paperwork that you have to have for your pet when you're about to leave to go to Hawaii is absolutely ridiculous. And that would have been perfect because all of that, all those documents could have been stored right there on that paperwork right on our little travel stick, because I had a big, huge book filled, and then our orders got pilled. But if that's besides the point. That would work perfectly for especially going to Hawaii. Right. And again, well, that's you know, how so cool. I ended up with my other dog, my fourth dog, Sally, uh, the golden retriever. You know, they were going to – my friends got, got sent over to Okinawa, and they were given, I think, 30 days or something like that notice, and we couldn't get all the pet stuff together, and – you know, and I remember Jackie coming over with this big binder of stuff, and then we're trying to learn about, like, Japanese law and all this stuff and everything that had to go with her. I mean, in the end, Sally decided, we decided to leave Sally with me here in the States while they're over in Okinawa. But, you know, traveling with your pets can be really difficult. Just as bad as your kids. Yeah. Yeah, I would say it's, just, yeah, it's equal. It's like you're, you know, there's so many, it's probably actually even more difficult because, you know, you can bring kids, you can bring kids. I think easier into other countries than you can bring pets. Yep, I think that's true. Yeah, yeah it really is. Yeah. Now, Linda, let's talk for a few minutes. We've got just a few minutes left in today's show. Um, I want to talk about how you balance work because you are an attorney. You do have your own product line. You do have a lot of family um, obligations. You've got two children. Is that correct? I do. And how old are your kids? Uh, my daughter's 10 and my son is 12, so I'm, I'm in the preteen phase, which is uh, kind of the calm before the storm. Um, <laughs> now that we haven't had a few storms already. Um, but, you know, it's funny. The whole concept of balance is, um, uh, it, it really kind of eludes me, and, and it's, 
it's something that I think that I just, and I'm sure every mom out there just tries to find a way to do every day. So there's not like uh, a particular formula that I, I have for myself. I, I really just try to touch all the bases every day. Um, and some days it's, you know, much more intensive in terms of working on the travel sticks uh, and reaching out and, you know, getting it into retail stores and making great connections with people who care about the product and maybe have an organization that deals with children or pets or, you know, athletes and really wants to, um, you know, bring the product in and, and solve a problem that they otherwise, you know, have. So, you know, for me, it's just about, you know, trying to find a little time for everybody. And I guess the only person that I think I fall pretty short on um, is finding a little time for myself. But uh, that's okay because all of this is wonderful stuff and, um, you know, I really love doing it. Well, and you're making a difference. I mean, that's uh, that's the one thing that I love about, you know, I know this is Military Mom Talk Radio and it's very rare that we bring on a product, you know, that we will feature and talk to the owner about. But this is something, you know, and I know the key, you know, as a single mom with two kids and a company owner and, um, you know, I have so much going on at every different point in my life. You know, there's not a day that goes by that I'm not losing my keys, losing my phone, I have a job board up, I have, you know, my day planner, everything is going so fast and I have so much responsibility from just running my company to being the Boy Scout leader to getting my kids to where they need to go. Um, and it's true. It's like as moms, you know, we are the last the last one to be taken care of. But, you know, anybody that makes a product that can make my life easier and can get me organized, because I do think for the most part organization is key, you know, mm-hmm. being able to find what you're looking for, to be able to, you know, know it exists even, um, right. is so valuable. And to have you on today for that purpose of telling us about overseas travel, there's a lot of us that don't know these things. Yeah, well, you know, for me, it's really a product that came out of the love for my kids. So to the extent it helps other people, um, you know, I'm thrilled that it it, it can do that. Um, and, and that's really my goal. I mean, my kids have one in, in their backpacks and their little wallets so that, you know, when they go to school every day and they go to two separate schools, um, I know that, you know, I've let little peace of mind that if for some reason something happens to them, they have something and someone can help them. And, you know, that's what we want. We want to make sure that people can help our kids and people can help us if we're incapacitated for one reason or another. So if it helps them, you know, that way, I think it's a really, you know, it's great to be able to make that small contribution. Well, and it's important because, you know, if we all go through our daily lives and we don't contribute, you know, to the social good or the greater good, you know, we're all struggling with the same problems. I mean, Tina and I were talking about traveling with kids, and I remember at one point when my mom was really sick and I was, you know, I was trying to get home to New York and I was stuck in JFK and it was in December, you know, everybody's traveling and there's snow everywhere. I'm trying to get to Buffalo. And at one point, I kid you not, I tied both of my kids to the stroller. You know, I had these little backpacks, and I leashed them because, you know, it was like Sophie's Choice. I had, you know, the bags. I had all the stuff, and people are running up, mowing over my kids right and left because, you know, the guys, you know, you know, talk about the busy executives with the briefcases that just right. plow little kids down right and left because they're trying to catch their plane, and they never look down. You know, right. it's so hard. It's, you know, and I don't think, um, I don't think people understand tr- the whole nature of traveling with kids and how it changes with the ages. You know, when my son was an infant, I could just strap him on my chest and, you know, off we go, even though he was heavy and, you know, it was hot and heavy work to carry him. I I had at one point my little guy on my front and then my toddler on my back and I'm pulling my 
you know, pulling my, you know, rolly suitcase, you know, that's filled with diapers and toys and, you know, it's a nightmare. It's a nightmare. And then, yeah, I think, I think, and I don't know, you guys, correct me if I'm wrong, the worst, the worst kid to travel with is a cranky toddler. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, at least an older kid, you can buy something for him. You can tell him to shut up. But, you know, and a baby, you can nurse them on takeoff. Or I used to starve my kids before a long flight, you know, to make sure if I'm flying from L.A. to New York, which is, you know, whatever, six and a half hours, I wouldn't feed them that morning. And they, you know, have a good cry in the car on the way to the airport. And then on takeoff, I would feed them, and they would sleep through the flight. But there's nothing you can do with an angry, ornery little toddler. Nope. They're on their own schedule. They're on their own. So we just slap travel sticks to their forehead and go, you're on your own, kids. I'll see you when we land. <laughs> <laughs> I can stick it in a diaper. Now. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so, you know, it, Linda, we're really just, close to the end of the show. We've only got a couple minutes here, but can you quickly tell me what is the most valuable piece of advice you can give to our listeners today? I think the most valuable piece I can, of information I can give you is Make sure you have everything that you would want to have in an emergency situation organized and scanned and onto that travel sticks, which is in your wallet. This way, when you're taking off, you don't have to worry about whether or not, you know, you have a file with you or someone will know how to find something that, while you're away. Uh, you really want to make sure that you're going to have some peace of mind just make sure that if you're with your kids or if someone else is with their kids, make sure your kids make sure they have a travel consent form, a medical consent form, um, a set of family rules outlining what they can and can't do, and make sure that you've copied their prescriptions and everything else that is really relevant in an emergency medical situation. That and, is so you know, outstanding. Uh, I hate to cut you off. We're at the end of our show. We had Linda Kagan here. Check out her products at formsfortravel.com. Spell out the letter form. Look for Travel Sticks, T-R-A-V-E-L-S-T-I-X. Go to Google. Check her out. Her product is fantastic. We will catch you guys again next week.